The Radio Memories Network is brought to you in part by Liberated Syndication. Podcast publishing made easy. Libsyn.com. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N.com. The Radio Memories Network welcomes you to the world of modern radio theater, an old medium revived for a new era through the Radio Memories Network. It's now time for Radio Drama, where we perform on the stage of your mind. The curtains are your eyelashes, your hat our fly space. Different parts of your brain are the costume, set designer, and makeup artist. And your eyes are in your ear. Audio plays have been broadcast since radio began. Minus, 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 one. Join us as we continue the tradition on the Texas Radio Theater. Cliff Proton Space Ranger! It means murder, Watson. Onward to adventure! Because it's not only the theater, but it's the theater of the mind. The mind. And that's what I'm writing Jump for. Jump Rob. Ready, Ready for impact in three, two, one. <clears throat> Tying on the rope now. It's the realm of your imagination where anything can happen and usually does. Hi, and welcome to this week's podcast of the Texas Radio Theater. This week, we're jumping into the future and bringing you Cliff Proton and the Quantum Suit's Loose Thread of Time. This is part one. We'll be playing it for the next couple of weeks in anticipation of our live performance that's coming up at the end of April. So if you're within, let's say, 100 miles of Dallas-Fort Worth, I expect you to be there. If you can't, just remember our productions are listener-supported, so just uh, look around at our website and at our um, our podcast page and, and other locations. You'll find a little PayPal button that uh, you can give a buck or two, and, and we'd very much appreciate it. Anyhow, part one of this Cliff Proton adventure comes to you right after this. What do you want to hear? Sci-fi? I have slowed the time stream for you, but I can only do so for a moment. How about adventure? Listen, you gotta turn around. You haven't got enough fuel. You're not gonna make it. Horror. Put back the slab and get out of this. You can. Quick. It's your only chance. Or stuff that defies description. But what are the words hiding 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 beneath the shadow? shadow. Now I can see the the key. Hear stories like this and more on the show dedicated to modern audio theater, Radio Drama Revival, with me, Fred, www.radiodramarevival.com, new episodes up every Friday. Hear top producers talk about their craft, learn about modern techniques being applied to this almost forgotten art form, and most of all, tune in for the stories. That's Radio Drama Revival, radiodramarevival.com, or search for us on iTunes. Gravity. 
On. Atmosphere. Pressurized. Main power. 100%. Main thruster is on. Check. Prepare for hyperspace, Space Rangers. Ready. In three, two, one. The Texas Radio Theater presents Cliff Proton Space Ranger. Prepare yourself as you are catapulted far into the future, where everyone lives, flies, and eats out of tubes, where traveling to Jupiter or Mars is as easy as catching a bus, and where a powerful space ranger named Cliff continually challenges the futuristic forces of evil and their assault on good and decent life forms everywhere. Yes, folks, prepare yourself for another adventure of... Cliff Proton Space Ranger! As you fearlessly fly with Cliff into the far, futuristic, unfamiliar future, you'll meet his faithful robot friend and companion, Mark One, an artificial life form that's able to do almost everything a man can do, and then some. You'll also meet his creator, Dr. Hetrodyne, the head of the Space Science Association, inventor of improbable gadgets, fixer-upper of broken mechanical things, and certified know-it-all third class. Finally, in this story, Space Ranger second class, top pilot first class, and occasional voice of common sense, Sarah Jones follows our fantastic fearless space hero Cliff in this far-flung, fabulous, futuristic adventure of the future. Today's episode, The Quantum Suit's Loose Thread of Time, right after this message. Greetings, Space Rangers. Cliff Proton here. When I spend an hour or so battling space vikings or huge octopoidal creatures from Quadrant 5, I get awful thirsty. And what I reach for is a can of precision-made, solidly-built, Robotine Robot Cola. You see, Robotine is different than most soft drinks. Because it's the only cola made completely by robots. That means Robotine can make its cola here in America. With American robots and pure American water. With all the talk about companies outsourcing their products overseas, isn't it good to know that something is still made in the USA? By strong, powerful, freedom-loving American robots. And now, back to... Cliff Proton Space Ranger! Chapter One of the Quantum Suit's Loose Thread of Time. We join Robot Mark One alone on the bridge of Cliff's Star Cruiser, while the automatic pilot periodically points them purposefully towards their primary destination. Robot inserts a total olfactory sensorama theater tube into the projection device. Back in the early 2100s, mega cruise liners streamed through interstellar space to exotic destinations. This is the story of one of the most famous. Oh, Kate, you are so lovely. Oh, Leo, it was like it was meant for us to be together forever. Yeah, standing here looking out over the Orion Comet Cluster, it feels like I'm on top of the celestial plane. It truly is wonderful. Have you ever been on a ship like this before? It's so big. 
Yes, the SS really, really big sure lives up to its name. What do you think about that? The rumors that it's cursed, doomed to the fate of her sister ship, the SS nearly really big. Yes. I think the rumors are silly superstition. Now let's go to my cabin. Hmm, number 1313. Oh dear, the way is blocked. Look, Leo, we can go under this ladder. Oh yes, mind this table full of salt shakers. Next to that pile of old mirrors. Yes. Say, do you smell a cat? Don't be silly. Cats are allowed on starships. I know, but what's that on your leg? What? <laughs> Sounds, it's a black cat. And he's headed for the table. The salt shakers. The mirrors. Commotion on the promenade deck, sir. I'm trying to navigate through this perilous comet cluster, Lieutenant. Uh, we, we really need your help, sir. Slow to one-third. Uh, one-third. Switch the main screen to promenade deck security camera. Aye, sir. Turn it off! Turn it off! It, it seems that someone was smuggling cats, sir. Cabin 1310. Cats? The fiends! Don't they know that cats aren't allowed on starships? All right. Switch back to main viewer. Oh, I see. Uh, control's not responding, sir. What's wrong? Just click your mouse. Well, that's just it, sir. My mouse, it's gone. What? Sound the alarm. I can't, sir. My mouse is gone, too. Emergency override. Emergency override. Someone get me a mouse. All right, robot. Time to turn your movie off. But, Cliff, that was where the SS really, really big gets hit by those comet fragments. <laughs> One of the biggest near-disasters of space travel history. <laughs> eh, Cliff? Yes. Half their escape pods were destroyed by those devilish icy fragments as they tore into the hull. And yet, mysteriously, all the passengers survived. Relax, robot. We all know how that cheesy movie ends. But Dr. Heterodyne... No much, robot. Cliff hasn't taken the full tour of his new ship. Oh, okay. In that case, while you're looking around, Cliff, do you want another Roboteen Robot Cola? Sure, robot. A whole new ship. I don't know how you get them built so quickly, Doc. <laughs> I have my ways, Cliff. A little uh, trade secret. Ah. Whatever you do, you get results. And that's what matters. Yep. And it's got all the extras. Everything that counts. Like computers. Yes, robots. Computers sure know how to count. Oh, but it's got better stuff than that. Look. Hey, I don't recognize this button. What does it do? Oh, that's my favorite. It's the new Respond Star. You mean that new feature that puts you into direct link with the Earth Space Command Crisis Center? Yeah, it uses multiphasic hyperspace interdimensional radiophonic microbursts. Which means? Simply put, never a roaming charge. And no lag time. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's ten times quicker than a standard emergency beacon. And you get three free alert ringtones. Thanks, robot. That's good to know. Let's try it out. Uh, we'd better save it for an emergency. All right. Oh, look. Here comes Sarah. 
Hi, Cliff. Hello, Sarah. Hello. <laughs> Did you have a good nap? Yes. Uh, thanks, Dr. Hederdine. Hey, is that the new response star button? Yeah. <laughs> I just installed it. Oh, well, it looks nice. May I try it? Captain Dahl says we have to wait for an emergency. Oh, come on, Cliff. How will you know if it works if we don't try it? I guess that's fair, Sarah. Sure. <laughs> Let her try. Right here, my dear girl. Response star. Oh, hi. Hello? Hi. Can I help you? I was just testing it. It works, okay? Hey, there's no reason to be rude. You're talking to Space Rangers. And we just wanted to see how it worked. Oh, I see. Well, let me explain this so that you Space Rangers can understand. When you get in trouble, we send help. Oh, we didn't think a little test would hurt. Of course. You clowns call me for a test. I've got my hands full with half a dozen people in genuine mortal peril and one general who's jonesing for some mocha java latte. General coverage? Yeah. How'd you know? Let's just say we've been in your position before. I doubt that. Now, why don't you go back to your little space ranger duties while I try to save the universe in my own humble, small, unsung, and forgotten way? Response star out. Well, she uh, certainly has her hands full. Yes. Uh, hmm. So, how much further to Detroit is Prime? We ought to touch down in about a half hour. Why the heck do we have to go to Detroit as Prime for Sarah's new ship? Cliffs was delivered by mail order. She's having it done the old-fashioned way. The right way. I want my Earth Space Federation ship made by Earth Space Federation workers. You mean my ship isn't made in the ESF? Didn't you know? No. I mean... How can the most important vehicle to the preservation of our way of life be manufactured by aliens? Well, easy, Cliff. They make quality ships. Well, look at all the extras. Do we make any ships ourselves? A few, but the Hyden Empire offers to build the same kind of star cruisers for half the price. How in Saturn's rings can they do that? Well, they are very efficient, you see. <laughs> the Hayden Empire uses slave labor and unfair trade subsidies. Okay, that too. The scoundrels! Did you know about this, Doc? Well, I, uh... How could the Earth Space Federation support slave labor? I don't know. It's cheaper to look the other way. Oh, all right. <laughs> oh, that's it. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. You see, if we built it ourselves, it would cost too much. And it would take too long. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's why your ship was built by the Hydrans. No. Yeah. Yes. I can't believe our leaders would authorize such a despicable practice. Well, you shouldn't be so shocked. Yeah, that's what leaders are for, Cliff. Need another robotine? Um, sure. And I think I should sit down. Genuine imitation leather with the look of real vinyl. Impressive, huh? Yes. Oh, Cliff, look at the bright side. 
you have a completely new star cruiser and you didn't hurt the taxpayers as much as Shera over there. Yours cost half as much. But my ship was built by taxpayers. Uh, five of one, half a dozen of the other. Besides, lots of things are made by the Hydnan Empire. Most anything with electro-charlithium communication circuitry. Oh, things made out of petropolymatic magnetohelic resistite resin. And toothpicks. Incredible. I was even made there. No, you weren't. I thought I was. So you're thinking of Robot XI, one of your many predecessors. Oh, how'd I know that? But that's another story. In the meantime, Cliff, you probably should have some Robotine Robot Cola. I don't think I can. In fact, I need to go. I'll man the controls while you're gone. Oh, no, you don't. Sarah can handle them. Thanks, Cliff. Besides, I'll just be a moment. I wish you would let me fly. Maybe someday you just need to be patient. That's what you said about giving me an imagination tube. I think you need a patience tube more. Uh Um, Doc. Something wrong, Cliff? Yeah, Doc. This new ship design is odd. How do you mean? I mean... I don't see a door to the captain's washroom. That's because there isn't a captain's washroom. (laughs) How egalitarian. Um, okay. Then I'll use the crew's washroom. Anyone know where that is? There isn't a crew washroom either. Wait a second. Are you sure, robot? Yes, I am. I studied the plans before we got on board, and there are absolutely no washrooms. No sinks, showers, bathtubs, or toilets. The only water dispenser and wastewater receptacle is in the galley. The galley? Holy singularities! Robot, do you realize what you're saying? I said I studied the plans. No! Do you realize what that means? Yes. I used my optical scanners, transformed the resulting image file into a three-dimensional vector matrix, which revealed the absence No, have you any idea what consequences uh, might result uh, from the revelation? Cool it, Doc. I don't think he does. Because he's a robot, and he never needs to wash up or go. Yeah, all I need is a good stiff brush every now and then. You could use mine if you like. Uh, Thank you, robot. No. How could something like washrooms be left off a star cruiser? See what you get for having a mail-order ship made by the Hydnans? Well, I don't have time to point fingers of blame. I've got a call to answer. A call? You mean like Response Star? No. He means a call of nature. It's all those Robotine colas you gave me. Seems... Kind of suspicious. Suspicious? But Cliff, we're pals. Never mind. I'm really running out of time. We've got to do something. Robot. Yes, Cliff? Find a planet, moon, or asteroid with breathable air and suitable gravity. Suitable for what? At least 0.5 Earth gravity should be enough, Robot. Oh, all right. Yes, I need to do an exterior engine check. I could do that now. No, I'm the captain. In the meantime, I'll just run in place. If you think that will help. It depends on how long it'll be. What do you think, robot? I'm looking, Cliff. I'm looking. Will robot find a suitable place to land? Will Cliff be able to hold on long enough? 
Does Cliff's ship hold any more mysterious secrets? Learn the answers to these and other questions in the next action-packed chapter of... Cliff Proton Space Rangers! Cliff Proton and the Quantum Suit's Loose Thread of Time was produced by Shannon Froelich and the Texas Radio Theater in cooperation with the Arlington Museum of Art. It was written and directed by Richard Froelich. It featured the voice talents of A.J. Glendening as Cliff Proton, David Grant as Dr. Heterodyne, Jonathan Cooper as The Robot, Teresa Kozak as Sarah, Shannon Atkinson as Rowan, Larry Groby as Ledge Ion, Cheryl Livesay as Professor Homogedyne, and Jerry Hall as Robot LXI Space Ranger. Additional voices were provided by Ken Rady, Bob White, and the cast. Live sound effects were performed by Bob White, Jerry Hall, and Rhiannon McMillan. This production was recorded in front of a studio audience in Arlington and Fort Worth, Texas, and is copyright 2005 by the Texas Radio Theater. For more information about the Texas Radio Theater, please log on to our website at texasradiotheater.com. You're listening to the Texas Radio Theater Podcast. Uh, that's uh, part one next week. Part two. I like how that works out. One, two, and yes, there is a third one after that. Uh, be sure to check our website out, like uh, the gentleman said. And if you can, we'd appreciate any contribution. It'll help us continue bringing you these exciting examples of modern audio theater. In the meantime, thanks for listening and... See you next week. In a world where your eyes are in your ear and imagination rules, you'll find the Texas Radio Theater. Watch more radio at texasradio.libsyn.com.